All right, we're recording. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Unlimited Text. Yeah. Where we bring our group text to real life conversations. I'm one of your hosts, a.k.a. Tommy Ain't Got No Job, a.k.a. We Got Emmys, a.k.a. We Got Grammys, Producers Produce. This is the smug dude, love at first smug, and the storyteller. And I got one, a.k.a. special shout out for tonight. Okay. The smuggish ruggish bone <laughs> oh man yeah we we gotta give a shout out to our, our new group chat that just started in the last week that's already been on fire yeah. oh yeah yeah we had to uh uh initiate yeah we had to, we had to initiate <laughs> some people too and they, people. they they already loving life in it loving life in the group group chat land shout out to the uh to the new and improved unlimited unlimited text uh Part two, dope. Yeah, uh, yeah. Shout, shout out to the podcast, Elevator Pitch. No doubt, no doubt. Where uh, where can they find us? Uh, you can find us on Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podchaser. Apple, don't forget Apple and Podchaser. We online. And, uh, you know, hit us up. Unlimited Text Pod Twitter, Unlimited Text Pod Instagram. Email us questions of the week. Anything else? Unlimited text pod at gmail.com. Hey man, so question of the week uh from a listener. Are you sure you don't be writing these? Nah. All right. It's a real question. Yeah. It's a pretty good one. What is a movie um you would judge someone for having not seen? So what's so if you told me you hadn't seen a movie. Yeah. A particular it's movie. It's funny because it's happened like a like four or five years ago, my boy was at my house and uh, State Property was coming on. And he said he hadn't seen State Property. I told the dude he had to leave my house. Huh? Jay-Z and uh... I was like, yeah, how have you not seen? I mean, it's a terrible, that's not, that's not my movie as an example, but I was going to say that like, I really was disgusted with that dude when he told me he had not seen State. Like, I'm like, you can't be of our generation. And have not seen State Pro. Like I, I was literally disgusted with the dude. Yeah, that's funny. There's a bunch of them. Uh, so I'm gonna go first. All right. Um, Scarface. Okay. Tony Montana. Yep. And Menace to Society. Okay. Those are my two. I mean, I, they're not like the. I don't know that they're the most popular world's greatest. <laughs> they're not the most positive movies, but yeah. But like, think about it. Like, I I remember in college, I can't remember a day not watching either one of those two movies. Yeah, personally, and Menace was uh was was definitely a great movie. Like, you know, there's some all time ones that I've watched like growing up and right things like that. But like those two movies, especially Scarface. If you haven't seen Scarface. I'm kind of like, where have you been in the world? Right. Like, that's that's how I am. So I would say Scarface would be the movie. And I'm talking about Tony Montana, uh, Scarface. Right. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> it's funny you say that about Menace because I literally, it was one summer we would go to my boy's house because he was the only one of our parents that would let the air conditioner stay on. So we would go to his house every day that summer that jump came out on, I guess it was on VHS at that point. 
<laughs> we watched that joint every day for every day. a whole summer. Every day. Like, it was not a day we wouldn't go over there and go to his basement and watch Minister Society. But, yeah, Menace, but I would say Boys in the Hood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel, I feel like of our generation, if you haven't seen Boys in the Hood, like, I couldn't even imagine, like, if I was talking to somebody. Because, you know, especially this week was the 30th anniversary of Boys in the Hood. So it was, like, in the news a lot. And I just couldn't imagine if I was in a conversation with somebody who I, like, you know, like I said, was a peer of ours in our same age range, or even, you know, within 10 years of us. And was like, yeah, nah, what's, what's that? Yeah, hey, I saw him talking about that John Boys in the Hood this week. What, what is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they, you got to go. You, you, you got to go. That was a great question, though, listener. Thanks for that. Yeah, that was, that was a good little one. Yeah, that was great. A Young. So this is more of a rhetorical question Okay Alright <laughs> How many sex partners have you had in a lifetime So anyway <laughs> You don't have no snitch on yourself But Young There's there's Lisa, Lisa Sparks So I, I suppose she was Uh a pornography actress and whatnot, dog. Ladies and gentlemen, she has the world record for the <laughs> most people slept with in a twenty-four hour period. So, I wish we had were like live where someone could put it in the chat or right, make right, a guess. comment and make a guess. But according to uh, to the record books and to the World Wide Web. 919 men in a day in one day in 24 hours yeah i know you did the math on it right it's about a minute and a half <laughs> approximately a minute and a half per person uh say that number again 919 men in one day in a 24-hour period she had sex with okay so many questions yeah so many questions. Like, so hold on. You got, you have 60 minutes, right? In an hour. Right. Yeah. So 60 times 24. That's uh, 1,440. Mm-hmm. Right. Divided by 919. Yeah. A minute and 56. So about 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 two minutes for each dude. About two minutes. That's 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 about yeah. right. Yeah, some dude, some dude, some dudes will love that. Some dudes will love that. But come on, man. Like, I mean, yeah, just uh, we rated hey, uh, we rated G, rated PG, but like, yeah, like what number are you? Yeah, huh? like that's do my thing. Like a, do they have like a lottery? I mean, was the dudes just all like in a? They was just all like at a stadium and they had like a little bedroom and it was just like, all right, number 463, you're up for two minutes. Yeah. Like, come on, yeah. Like, what what number? I just can't imagine, yeah. Like you the nine hundredth dude in a day? Yeah. So I was reading um different articles on this just because I, I, I thought it was a, an amazing A young. Right. For all different types of reasons <laughs> that we're talking about, but this one particular one said t- over a twelve-hour period. 
Not, so I read one article that said 24 hours, and this one said okay. nine. Uh, they all agree that it was 919 men. Right, right. But one says over a 12-hour period, and that would mean that she spent 45 seconds with each man. <laughs> and But you know what it says? is like, which I didn't know this, but it says, which is about 13.5 seconds longer than is often necessary. So it only usually takes about 30 seconds for men. <laughs> wow. I guess the only thing I was just trying to think about the joke is like, if you want to like, if you just want like a clock like that, like, yo, you got, you got 45 seconds or you got two minutes. I, I, yeah, I only, let's not get any deep in this joke. Yeah. I, I just, I just don't understand how you could be any number past one on that joke. Yeah. Maybe two, maybe three, yeah. Uh, but after that, yeah, like you nine hundred ninety nine nine hundred number nine hundred. Come on, Dale, yeah. Uh -huh. G -g 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 so we on that Delta, not that Rona anymore. Basically, on that that Delta. That Delta. So we're going to spend a year talking about the Delta. Slash Rona. Yeah, man. You know, this is a, this is a, a public service that we're doing with this conversation about COVID, man. We're trying to, you know, we was just talking about an event that uh, might be happening later this year. And, you know, you were saying, you know, you probably, probably don't know if you would go. And that's because of that, that Rona and that Delta. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we still got to talk about it, man. But uh, new research shows that the Delta variant has on average about a thousand times more virus in the respiratory tract than the original strain. And you become infectious faster. So, yeah, that Delta, yeah, that, that states with the greatest growth in the last 14 days, Tennessee, Arkansas, Alabama, Kansas and Louisiana. Yeah, man, this this thing this thing coming was here already, but it's um, like I said, the them numbers. Uh, somebody called me yesterday and was like, it's, it actually compared the California numbers from like last year, and said that the actual um, the cases numbers is climbing back up to like they were last year. Again, the only thing that's really saving it is that the hospitalization and the deaths are way down. Yeah. You in in California? Yeah, that was just specifically talking about California. Yeah, CDC and I were talking about this early. She said that uh, she was reading that California the cases were way up. Yeah, yeah, we we getting back to like it was last year, which is crazy because there's no talk of you know shutdown or any of that kind of stuff, right? I mean, like I said, it's, we'll never be able to ever 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 shut down ever again unless it. Unless it ever became like one of those movies like Contagion or something where people are literally just falling down next to you. But otherwise, we will never be able to go back to a lockdown or whatever ever again. Yeah, apparently it's uh, the kids. Like the, yeah. young, the younger kids are the ones that are getting um, uh, getting sick now. Yeah, because they, they're no, not vaccinated. No vaccine pad under 12, right? Yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. under 12. That's why so my, I guess, my household I guess in the way. Still, Go yeah, ahead. I'm sorry. No, nah, you go ahead. I guess in a way that's, you know, they were right about that. It's like kids can get it. So the numbers are going up, but, but, you know, the deaths and hospitalizations aren't dying because it, it doesn't have that impact on kids. 
but they can be super spreaders though. So they have the Delta and the Delta Plus, or is that all Delta Plus? Are you, you it's up another jump too. <laughs> that's, that's what I'll be flying when I'll be flying on Delta, that Delta Plus. Uh it's another jump too called the Lambda or something, man. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's fifty percent more, like you said, fifty percent more contagious. Mm-hmm. Um, but the vaccine uh seems to be working. Right. Based right. on what, all of them. Yeah. yeah. All all of the vaccines have been have shown real good, real good uh prevention against it. Yeah, like it says here, two doses of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine appeared to be about eighty eight percent effective against the disease. Right. And ninety six percent effective against hospitalization with the Delta variant. So, like you mentioned, right. like the hospitalization is down, which is is great. Like nearly no yeah. one goes to the hospital if uh, if you have the vaccine. The thing is, though, is like you said, is that you can still have it and not go to the hospital, and you can still spread it to people who aren't vaccinated. That's the that's still the scary part. You know? Right, and that's why. Um, you know, in our situation, we're still playing it really safe and careful in my household. Right. Because out of four of us, three of us are vaccinated. The other one can't wait to get one. <laughs> At the end of the month, uh, she she turns 12. But, uh, but yeah. Um, it, that's, 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 that's all she wants for her, her birthday is it, a vaccine. It's yeah. a vaccine and a puppy. And a puppy. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's pretty scary that we could be passing it along to her if we, you know, if we don't play it right. safely. Yeah, they, uh, as you know, as we talk, we've talked about before how Americans kind of take it for granted about getting the vaccine. But uh, thousands in India were given fraudulent COVID-19 vaccines in a scan. An estimated 2,500 people got the fake vaccine paying about $40 per shot. Because, again, unlike in, unlike in America and other countries, it's hard to get the vaccine. So people were paying for it and they found out they ain't have, I mean, the thing that's scary about that, I mean, I didn't really, when I got the vaccine, I didn't really change how I moved. Cause I still, you know, like it still don't say it's, they still, they don't say it's a hundred percent, you know, to me, man, I look at the vaccine, like a condom. Yeah. Like it's, you know, (laughs) you supposed to be good. Yeah. But you know, you still got to be careful where you go. Yeah. That is that that's that that might be an A young for another time. <laughs> yeah, you still gotta be careful where you go. Yeah, you definitely you definitely do. But like the scammers, man, like anybody will try to find a way to make a buck, man. <laughs> and they preying on people on this on this vaccine, like, you know, which I guess if you're gonna do dirt, I guess I understand there's a big opportunity to do so, especially in India, because like you said, there's people in the streets like falling over each other. Right. Getting, you know, sick and dying off of this thing and they want the vaccination and here we are. Uh we got access to it, you know, unlimited for the most part, right? Yeah. You know, relatively speaking. And mo and many people are choosing not to uh, take this vaccine. And so forty dollars that well that's that's also gotta be the sign of a red flag right there too as well. Right. To pay forty dollars for the shot. Like, well, I don't. Yeah, you, I don't did know. Did you whip that up in your back in your in your kitchen or something like that? You know, yeah. Most of I don't, stuff I don't, I don't know what forty dollars means. 
I don't know if forty dollars means to India. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if that's like five hundred dollars over there. It's a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, well, they have rupees or whatever is what their right. their uh their money is. So um I don't know how many how many rupees it is, but forty dollars per shot U.S. That's that's probably that's equivalent to a whole lot of money. Right. Um, for them, that's like a a week's worth of work. I would assume. Yeah, no, nah, it's crazy. It's like it's it just it's one of the people I don't understand the most about this uh, COVID. This, I was watching this interview with this dude where he was saying that COVID was uh, a biological weapon created by China, created to destroy America, and he said mainly to keep Trump from being reelected. Uh. See Which if he would have just stopped at the biological weapons, so that I, you could go with that conspiracy theory, but all the rest of it, like number one, to destroy America, everybody got it, right? So, and so Trump won't get reelected, um, and the rest of it possibly, like you know, possibly. But here's the thing, though, right? So if you if you on TV and you honestly believe it's that it's a biological weapon, but he then said he doesn't believe in wearing masks and social distancing. So I'm like, you believe it was created to attack and destroy you, but by you don't do anything China. to protect yourself. And there's a way for you to protect yourself from this weapon that was created by China, and you still like, nah, I pass on that job. Ignorant. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't get it at all. Ignorant. Yeah. But he's almost ignorant. It was an American flight from the Bahamas was delayed at the airport for several hours and then canceled because 30 high school seniors from Boston decided they all didn't believe in wearing masks. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say about that? I ain't gonna lie to you. If I'd have been on that flight, we'd have been fighting. You the curse we of my, Y'all don't put on the, your mask, Joe. Like, yeah, yeah. If you, you think I want to wear a mask? Yeah, do what you want to do over there. You know what I'm saying? But like, we all on this plane trying to be somewhere. No question. And 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 courtesy too, as well. And right. common sense. Like, think about it. Like, do you really think in my wildest dreams in my entire life, I'm like, oh wow, it's gonna be such a great time in 2021. Right, you know, twenty twenty that we uh, have to wear a mask, yeah. and everywhere we I mean, go, we have to wear a mask. Like I'm so excited and thrilled about that. You think I want to wear a mask? Like I, I've been, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. Yeah, yeah. Like put the mask on so we can get up out of here and go home. Bahamas, <laughs> that's to Boston. That's a two hour flight, three hour flight. Yeah, three can you hours. imagine? Yeah, you you ready to go? You on the flight? And y'all all about to take off, and then thirty people take them. Yeah, I'd, for several I'd hours. Been, I'd have been it well because I'm sure they because well you know how it is you know how the, the 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 planes run on a very tight schedule. That's right. So if they had to delay for whatever reason for them, then that meant put them in the back of the takeoff line. Then they probably had to deplane that junk because then they would have to clean it again. Right, clean it. Yeah, they got to sanitize it again. Yeah, man. I, 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 I couldn't find an article what happened to him, but I hope they all went to jail. The Washington's go to white, so you know how that goes. I'm saying that's what this is all about, right? 
So last couple of weeks, months, this thing's been really popping off in the news. Critical race theory. Uh, yeah, it's been weird because I've seen like many protests. I saw something in Loudoun County where parents were like at a uh, at a school board meeting and getting arrested because they didn't want critical race theory taught at their, at their elementary school. And they were trying to tell the people as they were screaming at them, we don't teach critical race theory at this elementary school. Uh, but it's obviously, it's, it's obviously become a talking point um, where people just, you know, it's, it's setting up for something for people to be talking about when it comes to the, uh, when the election in 2022. But I was listening to another podcast this week and somebody said something I thought was really perfect. He said, it's not critical race theory, it's critical race facts. And a lot of this is about, I mean, I guess the biggest issue is they don't want, they don't want people to be taught real history. Like they, there was an example of they were talking about slavery and they were saying, they were describing slavery in a book as people who worked hard for people who worked hard for the people that hired them was the language that, that was used. Yeah. And so they, they don't want those kind of discussions. Uh, I mean, it's even, it's even gotten so bad that there's a, a, a County, uh, where is that County at? Wash Washoe County teachers, a group wants Washoe County teachers to wear body cams in classroom. So parents can just peek in and make sure there's no one being taught critical race theory in the classroom. Now, just a little quick little uh, sidebar. What would you think about if they told you your teachers at your kid's school was going to be wearing body cams, John? For what? I'll be like, number one, are they safe? Like, what do you think is going to happen? To my children like I, I would i would think about safety first right like first and foremost safety like do they have bad kids in the school that they're worried about protecting the teachers from or are they worried about protecting the kids from the teachers like i would Im- immediately think about safety first i wouldn't even think about um kind of what they're teaching right or like if there was a problem with you know uh yeah, kids being mistreated or something like that, and they had to have a body cam to prove that the teachers are really, you know, treating the kids in a respectful manner or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I honestly, if if they send a note home, I wouldn't be thinking about if it's about the curriculum for me to be worried, you know, trying to check in on what they're actually teaching. Right. I, you know, I I don't know that if if it were me, um, but I think that's really weird, um to have a body cam to to make sure that the teachers don't talk about the you know the critical race theory so take the critical race theory out of play because um from what my understanding that's been around like that term right. for about 40 years now mm-hmm. something like that like you know few few decades and so like you mentioned this is about it's about teaching history like right. the real history not not the pick and choose the type of history that you want to teach Right. The real history, like what mm-hmm. really happened. And so y- you and I both know, everybody knows that that slavery wasn't 99.9% of it wasn't at will. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't want my kid to learn that slavery was a good thing. 
Right. Right. I don't want them to learn that these people uh, worked worked there right. because they were hired because they weren't hired. <laughs> right. Right. Not not right. any way, shape, or form did they go <laughs> on they, a job interview. Based to, on the application, yeah. Yeah, to go, you know, pick cotton or whatever job it was that they were doing uh, for 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 this 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 master, right? To be whipped, to be, you know, to to live inadequately. Nah, mm-hmm. nah, I wouldn't want my kids to uh, to learn it that way. Um, I I, just, I want them to get the truth straight, no chase, whatever it is, any any side of history, whatever it is. I want them to know exactly what happened and how it happened. Yeah, well, it it feels like so. Uh, Pat Robertson uh, said, it, "Critical race theory is a monstrous evil that is urging people of color to rise up and overtake their oppressors." And then instruct their white neighbors how to behave. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, that should have been the A. Uh, like, oh, there's a lot of A. Youngs. Like, the, uh, real quick, I'm gonna sidetrack for like ten seconds. All right. Like the 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 lady that was going crazy in Victoria's Secret. Oh yeah, like, come on, man, Karen. You know, the, she's she's the Karen Hall of Famer. Yeah, like Karen, the Victoria's Secret's Karen. So same same situation, the same right. convent. So I, I digress. I apologize. You can get back to it. Nah, nah. But I mean that that's kind of a. I mean, you know what he's saying is, again, like you said, it's not. It's 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 really just having discussions about the whole circumstance, not just kind of like picking and choosing stuff. And again, like, why does he think that people of color at this point, after everything that people of color have put up with now, because of this, they're now going to be like, instruct their white neighbors how to behave. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what we, that's what we, that's what our plan is. Yeah. Are we instructing them or are the actions instructing them? Cause I'm not telling anybody how they should act. I just want to tell them how I want to be treated. Like right. at the end of the day, now how you act is up to you. Right. But I just want you to know how I want to be treated and what what, what I will and will not tolerate. Uh, at the end of the day, like, I, man. Well, here's, here's the perfect example of what one of the things is the critical race theory teaches in history books. So in the history books, it says the GI Bill helped vets to become homeowners, which is very true. But many banks, what critical race theory teaches many banks refused to approve loans to black vets resulting in less than, than I'm sorry, fewer than a hundred out of 67,000 mortgages went to non-white borrowers in the suburbs. So the GI bill is always held up as this great, a great thing, thing that a great thing to help veterans coming back from the wars. And it really was. But if you don't tell the whole story, because, you know, we talk about the economic standings of black and brown people in this country. And you think about that. A hundred loans out of sixty seven thousand. Went to went to people of color. Actually, said it specifically says black vets. Yeah. So when you sit there and you think about the whole redlining and, and who is right. being underserved at this point and yeah, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Right. And take care of yourself and just just do it. Everybody has the same opportunities here, which, uh, you know, if you look at it, whatever. Right. But when you take it back all these years. Right. There were there were lots of people that got access to wealth 
that has been growing and building over generations right that are putting black and brown people in a bad situation now today right because of those actions that occur way back when right so stack the cards the same way give me the same opportunities 60 years ago 100 years ago or what you know really more or less like 60 years ago right. um uh who knows where we would be at this point right right you know but he didn't draw a red line around the neighborhood but that's <laughs> the kind of thing that like you said when you when you when you teach about stuff and you talk about you know you know how blacks have uh you know, lower financial standing and you see something like that, like that, that's just an amazing thing. So if you're just, if you don't tell the whole story about why of somebody's circumstances, then you don't, you don't really understand. That's and right. Something, something as simple as that can be like, damn, like that's crazy. Right. Or just imagine a little kid asking why, why do they look this way or why do they act this way? Or right. why can't my friend, you know, go to the same, sporting event as me or why can't they wear the same clothes or you know whatever it might be it might be a different level of participation right right but if they understand that the level of participation doesn't match because of the circumstances that happened before there'd be a little bit more empathy too as well well, well that's what all i mean we talk about it all the time empathy man it's like you know maybe maybe learning something like this like instead of keeping your kids from learning it maybe teaching your kids this will cause them to have some empathy for someone who they look at and be like, well, you know, like I said, I mean, most kids aren't going to make the correlation between black wealth or something like this. I think they could. I really think they could. I really think if you break it down in its purest form, Mm -hmm. um, the fact that your friend that's in the same classroom as you, that has a different kind of car as your parents, they don't have a swimming pool or whatever. If you're talking about like an, afflu- an affluent situation where you got right. one thing from one extreme versus the other, I really feel like a little kid can kind of understand that we're not on a level playing field because of some things that happened in the past. Now, right. to the extent of what happened, yeah, I agree with you. You're right. But I think they will understand that we're different because of, we had, you know, because of the advantages that we had. That's why well, you think we're different. Of, you think about something, like you said, I mean, to me, this is one of the best examples I saw is vets. I mean, this GI Bill is is always praised. And, you know, for vets coming back from World War One and World War Two, you know, they were coming back and were still being called nigger after they had fought for their country. And then they still couldn't even get a loan. Yeah. Yeah, had had risked their lives and had seen their other brothers die, and they came back and you know promised, promised the promises. I mean, the military was one of the ways, especially back then, for the for the advancement of, of people of color. It was one of the first places that was integrated. Was the military? Was the military? And this leads me to uh, a point. Uh, did, what's the movie that Taraji uh, P Henson was in on uh, Netflix? Have you seen that movie? Uh, well, have you seen that movie? That could be any movie, but there was a movie about um, uh, in North Carolina, Durham, North Carolina. They uh, were, uh, I know. Look, was, looking, yeah, I think I know. Tom I forget the name of it. They were looking to integrate the schools. Right. And so uh, without spoiling it, there was a Klan member who was the president of the Klan. And then there was a character played by Taraji. I forget the, the lady's real name. 
And so uh, there was a character in the movie who um, who was white, but he hired all black people in his store and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. they were trying to get him to uh, to vote against this thing. And so one of the things that he he mentioned in the thing is that uh, uh, they asked him why he had a black manager in his store. Can he did he trust the manager not to, you know, take advantage of his family, right? Like sexually, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and to steal his money, so to speak. And he's like, "There's besides my wife, there's no other person in this world that I trust more than him." Right. He's like, "We fought in Vietnam together." He had my back the whole time. And to be quite honest with you, he's he's more of a patriot than I am. He's much braver than I was. Right. Um, and so, yeah, like you said, that person had to come home, mm-hmm. right, and not have the same opportunities as as everyone else. Yeah. And, 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 and so I just with this particular thing is, uh, you know, no one can say that there's no such thing as privilege and all of that right. um, because it, it, it just occurs. And we need to uh, we need to learn. We need to learn as much as we can learn about it. But I also think, uh, you know, I was talking to someone this weekend, too, as well. We were talking about diversity and inclusion, the, the whole diversity piece, whatever that is. That's easy like that. that that's just different thoughts and different types of people. In a, in a room making, you know, decisions and having conversations and such, right? Inclusion is like having everybody kind of be included in the talk, right? Mm-hmm. And being at the, you know, having a seat at the table but also giving people a voice. But the one thing I never thought about that was mentioned in this particular conversation I had this weekend was participation, right? So, sure, you might not agree with anything that anybody says. Right. But, you know, you might right now the way things are set up is you got a, a small group of people that are making decisions for the masses. Right. And and those, that small groups of people gets a say so on who can actually participate. I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. Like the word participation. So if you open it up and go outside that box and allow people to participate, even if they don't fit what you think it should be, then we would, uh, I think we would be in a much better place in regards to the world, the way it's, you know, the world set up. <laughs> you going to space with Richard Branson? Yeah. Try, try to get my bag up, man. And Jeff Bezos. Elon, yeah, trying, Elon was like, bag. bro, but boys, I already been there. So yeah, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to get my bad game up. You gonna go with McKenzie? Hey, McKenzie, hey, McKenzie can pay for everybody to go to space. <laughs> huh? She can pay. Go ahead, put that jug out there. She gonna have all the HBCU presidents uh, <laughs> on, on on going to uh, <laughs> going to Mars or to the moon or wherever they gonna go. The United Negro Unlimited Tax Fund. Yeah. No question. No question. Go ahead and said that job. Yeah. So last week, I guess that was last week. Yeah. Richard Branson went to space last week, spending hundreds. Of, I think they said the rocket was cost one point two billion. He's worth uh, five point three billion, but somehow got two hundred twenty million dollars from taxpayers in Mexico. One of the poorest. Uh, in the country 
to start his space travel business. He will now be offering flights for $250,000 to uh, go up to, which I guess they say is not, it's more like the edge of space. It's not that you actually go to space, but it, you get to space. But yeah, so far, 600 people have signed up to go to space for $250,000, including uh, Elon Musk. So you, you got your 250? If I had 250 to, to take a trip like that, I I don't think I would go. I would be so scared, man. I couldn't get back. <laughs> <laughs> man, I want to go home. <laughs> you out there floating around? Did you see him floating in the uh, in in the little uh, rocket? Hey, uh, nah. Hey, uh, hey, uh, we was. <laughs> If you went to space, you, know, you was just out there, you don't float. Nah, they'd be like, "Where's Smug, dude?" We could, we could just see you on the jump every day. Yeah, you just you just you just floating in space. So yeah. how they gonna come and get me? Like, think about that. Like, so if it costs me two fifty to get there, right? Imagine how how much it costs them to get there to patrol it. To to yeah, nah. Uh-uh. Well, they got they got to come get you because they otherwise they they charge people two hundred fifty thousand. If you charge two hundred fifty thousand dollars. And you leave me up there? Nah, you can't leave me up there. Yeah, yeah, that's why I, I wouldn't go. So to answer, yeah. to answer your question, I'm scary. I wouldn't go. Like, like, no, nope. I don't want to see space that badly. Yeah, I used to say I was going like do the jump out of a plane thing, but I, I think I've aged out of that junk. Yeah. Uh, uh-uh, I want no parts of that. I, I used to, I used to say I was going to do that junk at some point, but I think at this point I've. Uh, I've aged. I've aged out of out of even thinking about doing that with her. Go ahead and do it. When you do it, uh, give me a shout. I'll be on uh, on the ground waiting for you. Nah, you know one of our, one of our boys, Mandingo, did that jump a couple of years ago. What did he say? And uh, he he said that jump was tight. He said it was really tight. I was actually uh, I think they do it. I think you could do it. He did it outside of D.C., but there's a, I think there's a spot out in Vegas, which is closer to me now that I investigated. But like I guess I needed somebody to go with me. And honestly. They would have had to miss the team because I think once I got up there and they opened that door, they'd have had to push me out. So they would sedate you and you would just be unconscious going down, uh, strapped to somebody else? Yeah, I think, yeah, and just let me watch the video, yeah. They'd be like, how was your flight down? Uh, yeah. I don't know. How we get I'm, I'm going to watch the video. Now, I'm just saying, like, I think – You'd almost have to get me up there because I know like these show like the little videos, they get you up there and they, they say, all right, you ready? All right, we're going to, they just got to push me out that jump. Yeah. Cause they asking, waiting for me to count, do the countdown to jump. Now nah, they, they just have to have Ray Lewis hit me and knock me out the plane. Yeah. So let's talk. Cause about, I don't think. Go ahead. No, nah, I'm gonna let you finish and I'm gonna get into it. Yeah. Nah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, let's talk about, the elephant in the room, though, with 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 everybody, is they're right. saying like, for instance, Richard Branson uh, is worth five point three billion, and then right. we we got uh, you know we talked about Elon Musk, he's got a B in his net worth too as well, and uh, yep. Jeff Bezos um, is is worth <laughs> a whole lot more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is it, over two hundred billion? Like two two hundred twelve billion dollars? Two two hundred twelve billion. And then with a B. Yeah, and then you mentioned that um, uh, the 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 countries the new Me- like Mexico, right? 
funded this for the most part. Yeah. Is that right? Mm, New Mexico. So, New Mexico, the state of New Mexico. Yeah. So, yeah. so <laughs> we're taking money from poor people right. to fund this luxury trip. Like, cause right. I mean, I, I'm sure it's educational, uh, groundbreaking. Like I'm not, I don't think they're doing any research. I'm not paying $250,000 to go do any research. Right. To touch. Right. No, it's, it's one of the things you're going to say you did it. Okay. But I'm taking money from the common person to, uh, to fund it. Mm-hmm. So don't get me wrong. I think if that's what they want to do and they want to do that, great. That's fine. But like, um, moral compass kind of situation. Right. Like, is there anything that, that they could do? And maybe they are, hopefully I pray that they are doing something, uh, to change things. But is, was there a way for them to possibly allocate their money to do something different? That's the, that's the conversation that's happening online right now. Well, I mean, that that's kind of my thought is that if you're going to, like you said, there are, there are expenditures of money that are, you know, very, you know, very large, but $220 million from taxpayers, right? Like that's a lot of money for a program that really isn't going to bit any benefit anybody except for other rich people. Cause again, we're talking about $250,000 to enjoy this. I mean, I mean, I guess maybe the money comes back to the state because people are going to come to the state to take the flight and maybe they're going to, you know, maybe they're going to, you know, rent hotel rooms and eat and stuff. So, I mean, maybe that's kind of a way they justify this is bringing some business to the state, but you know, like you were saying, Jeff Bezos, he's doing, trying to do the same thing and he's worth, like you said, 212 billion and somebody economics, economists said it would cost an estimated 20 billion to end homelessness in America. So again, I'm not saying that he should take all of his money and put it, you know, to end the homelessness. Cause the thing about something like homelessness is it's a, it's a lot more than just building people houses like this. That's right. Some mental stuff with him. And again, but it is a question of, I mean, then you think about like the past 18 months what people have been dealing with just to see a dude go up in space that was that this worth five point three billion dollars, and the taxpayers of New Mexico helped to fund him just going to space and bragging about having gone to space. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I haven't done enough research to see what they're saying the benefits are, and you know, maybe, maybe at some point, if if this Delta variant keeps uh keeps spreading, we we might all be trying to get on this plane to go to space. Yeah. True, <laughs> true, true. So. Yeah, it's tough to say something. Uh. Because, you know, I, I, I got a code and I try not to get in anybody else's pockets. Right. You know what I'm saying? And count someone else's money. So, I, I you know, I understand it's their money. And they're free in, uh, to use it any way that they want. To be quite honest with you, I'm sure a, a big piece of it was, uh, you know, evading taxes in some way. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, when, you, when, you're, when you're making that kind of money and you're, uh, you have a business, you know, the goal ultimately at the end of the day is not – it's not – uh, illegal, but mm-hmm. it's just for you to pay the least amount of money in taxes. So I'm sure a lot of their money is being reinvested into programs like this too, as well. I mean, right. they, they raised the 220 million from the taxpayers, but I'm sure they probably put some of their own funds into it. Too, oh yeah, I'm well, sure to uh, to offset their you know their, their 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 taxable wages. But the thing was is that he he got some money last year. Um, 
he got some money last year from America and from Europe, I think, for a couple of his businesses based on the impact that they had taken under COVID. So, you know, again, again, the, the poor people supported, <laughs> again, this poor people supported a, a billionaire. That's right. That's what's been yeah. happening. A- and ultimately the biggest slap in the face is that you putting it out there that you're charging, right? You're charging $250,000 to go here. Right. So the fact that there are, uh, 600 other people right that have enough disposable income to pay $250,000 <laughs> right to go to space that's that's also sort of an you know kind of a slap in the face to people too as well but again I digress I mean, cuz it, it, it ain't my I would, money I would want them to I would want them to have some kind of program where uh you know poor people can go you know what I'm saying? Like if you go, if, if, if poor people, um, I shouldn't say poor people, but if taxpayers funded it, it should also be some kind of program where every flight we take a student or something, man, like it shouldn't just be a, some program was literally just made for other rich people to take advantage of. Yeah, I, I don't know how sustainable that is though. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think it was like eight people on the jump. So, you know, six people pay and other two people, you know, I don't know, random college students. I don't know, you know, but it's just some, something, some kind of program for people in the state who help fund this thing that are never going to be, all they're going to do is be to watch it on TV. So I go on record saying if, uh, you know, shout out to iHeart, uh, Netflix, I hear is, uh, supporting podcasters now at this point, shout out to all them. If Mm -hmm. we make a billion, Several billion, I'm gonna donate. I get yeah, yeah. If, if my net worth is, I go on record saying this. If my net worth, <laughs> what a great guy you are. Yeah, if my net worth is, uh, you know, 214, uh, 212 <laughs> billion, I give away a billion, right? Like, I, 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 I could, I would, I would take care of that. I give uh, up you, billion. You're a good man, you're a good man. I don't care what they say about you. You ain't giving up your billion, huh? No, nah, I'm sending a whole bunch of kids up to space. Well, I don't know. I guess then you get tired kind of a liability thing. So I got to think about that too. Yeah, because then somebody crash, somebody be lost, and they be like, "Oh man, the unlimited text pod sent us to space, and they sent us on the on the bogus space junk." You know, nah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Y'all, y'all sent us on the Kanye uh, junk instead of the <laughs> instead of the Bezos flight. So, so, last thing before we move on, are you going to space? Uh, I mean, when that you know, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that price to price to come down a little bit. That that price point, you know. And are you getting on Branson's uh, uh, space uh, shuttle or rocket, or are you Probably getting Branson. on Bezos's? Well, I, I'm gonna see. I mean, because it just depends. I mean, I you know, I'm I'm gonna study it. See, see, see who ain't had no issues. That's that's who I'm messing with. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Wellington Park. Wellington Park. Yeah. Yeah. We got to uh, uh, hit the rough it off one time. Yeah. Weeks Bama's lost because he roughed it off. Rough it off. Rough, rough it off. 
Big man. No check. Hey, Nick, getting come that pit, on. boy. Woo, those are good old <laughs> days, boy. I ain't been in a, I ain't been in a pit in truth. Forever. Woo, four, four score seven years ago, boy, <laughs> before I've been in a pit, boy. Pretty, pretty big workout, too. Hey, man. Man, fight, fights all around, boy. That, uh. All right, so this week, uh, Wellington Park goes to my man from Texas. Uh, a Texas man went to a car dealership and was uh, test driving the car. While he was test driving the car, he robbed a bank. Hmm. He robbed a bank and then brought the money back to the dealership to buy the car that uh, he, he had taken out as the loaner car. Yeah. That's dope. Um, so, uh, I don't even know what in that is a Wellington. <laughs> it's just the whole thing is kind of a Wellington. But he welled about at you know the money piece, like hey man. But just think about you know, it. He, he applied like, for the day, applied for the car to uh, buy it. You know, right? He gave him his paychecks and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, as I say, he had a, he had a real plan. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna rob a bank, and I'm gonna get the junk in a car that ain't mine, and it ain't even nobody in my family's cars. Like they can't even say this my cousin's car. Just the dealership's car. Right? Ain't no way they're going to be able to trace this joint back to me. Except for, of course, when you take a loaner car, you got to give them your license Everything. and all of that information. They're going to let you take the loaner car. So he stole the money. and But I, but now I think about it. So he stole the money and he went back to, he was like, yo, here go the money. I guess he didn't think they'd be like, yo, man, why are you paying uh, cash for this? Like, you ain't you ain't have cash when you can't, <laughs> you can't pick this junk up. Yeah. Now you coming in with with a bank bag or just with a cash, bank bag, right? duffel bag. Yeah, he came and, in with and, a duffel bag. Yeah, with, with with a bag that still said Bank of America on the side. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, dude, I wonder if he had life insurance. Hey man, I don't know. He had a, he he had a plan. Yeah, you, know? you gotta give him that, man. He had a plan. Oh yeah, I get. He built some relationships too. Yeah, hey man, yeah, because he had to get. A, I mean, hey, you know. Just get him your give me a loaner car. You had to, you had to do some like you said. You had to show some check stubs, and you had to show some employment. You had to show your driver's license. So yeah, I mean, he, he did the work that, that that we asked you to do. Huh? The 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 dumbest, smartest criminal I ever. I know. Like he's it, it was a it was a hell of a plan that didn't really have a good conclusion to it but you know yeah get you gotta give him an a for, for some early thoughts on it a for effort huh yeah 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 that was a good one though that was a good yep. one. all right let's get up out of here be a problem solver not a problem finder be a problem solver not a problem finder if you can't take care of your family in life take care of me death get you some life insurance relationships build them before you need them dna and have a plan. Pull up in motor cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. 